Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Dank and Timothy Go and Chua Tianjin with you. It's now time for In the Spotlight. And today we're talking about Singapore's job market undergoing a bit of a seismic transformation. Well, recent statistics reveal compelling insights into the challenges and opportunities faced by businesses and job seekers alike. Yet, according to the Singapore Human Resources Institute, Singapore is poised to encounter a significant, get this, talent shortage, a shortfall Mm. of 1.5 million skilled workers by 2030. Well, we're already starting to see that now in many industries, in fact. But this number is equivalent to 10% of the entire workforce. Yikes. Yeah. Industries like technology, healthcare, engineering, particularly affected by this shortage of talent, creating a pressing need for innovative talent acquisition strategies. So, in response to these trends, companies are increasingly turning to automated tools to streamline their recruitment processes. Mm. You missed out yesterday. We uh, spoke to the automated the uh, coffee, coffee machine. Robot. And, yeah. and, you know, it actually created more jobs behind the scenes. Ah. Mm, engineers, things like that. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Well, a new study by the Boston Consulting Group also found, in fact, that 70% of companies here in Singapore are leveraging on these automated tools for recruitment as well, which is a substantial rise from the 50% number back in 2019. Let's find a little bit more about this talent shortage, things like remote work, how all of that is coming into play. On the line with us is Ben Chu, who's the founder and managing director of Talent This Singapore. Ben, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's Tim and Elliot here. Um, ben, let's let's talk about this number that we've been talking about earlier, the talent shortage. 1.5 million skilled workers will be needed by 2030. How does this impact the industry if we cannot find these people? Right. At the end of the day here, we are talking about huge numbers of 1.5 million. Typically in the technology, healthcare and engineering sectors in Singapore, which is already facing sort of a shortages in this group of talent where... Mm. Singapore continue to hire foreign talent to fill the void. So this is going to be actually even facing greater challenge as the, as the country actually already face challenges in developing local talents from our education universities. So I believe with automation coming in, that will actually sort of actually helps to balance and create a greater impact in empowering the sector itself. Ben, expand a little bit on automation. I mean, one of the worries is companies and businesses trying to strike a balance between leveraging automated tools. I mean, you want efficiency, yet at the same time, you want to maintain that personalized approach when it comes to, say, candidate selection. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I see that is automation, such as like AI recruiting, is not going to replace recruiting talent, whether they are in-house recruiters or talent acquisitions from headhunting companies. But rather than that, we see it as actually empowering tools for us to embrace new ways and and new and more effective methods to actually get our talents in a more streamlined, more systematic and more efficient way. Of course, the human touch of the entire recruiting process will definitely be part of a crucial element to it. Mm-hmm. But automation will actually create a bigger impact where we can actually process huge number of talents under systematics, metrics, 
requirements into the talent funnel itself. I see more of, of a point of empowering us mm. if we choose to actually em, embark it effectively. But Ben, how does this identify the top talent that is needed at the same time ensuring fair and unbiased candidate evaluation, but also at the same time knowing about the attitude of every candidate because you could be a top talent, but, you know, you can't work with other people or you have a, you know, bad, how do you call that, a bad attitude towards your work environment and co-workers. (laughs) That's very hot. I guess when actually identified certain candidates with the skill sets, with certain attributes, quantifying them with certain skill sets that's required for the role, such as like technology. Mm-hmm. Automations helps to streamline and make it more efficient. But there is still a human element where recruiters like us will need to be able to sense out from an interview before the candidate, candidates, the job seekers, will to meet the hiring managers. There is still a human element that I will say that is needed mm-hmm. at this junction of the maturity of the automation. Because you can still make a mistake, right? Even with the human element, you hire someone and during the probation period, doesn't quite work out. Can some form of AI or automation help in the probation assessment? I would not say it's going to be foolproof. Okay. I would just say it's going to be foolproof. But at, at the end of the day, it is able to actually use AI automations to mass process a lot of candidates, which will save a lot of time, resources, into quantifying the first round of interview. Mm. But I would say that definitely there will still be a need for interview to further assess the intangible aspects such as like attitude, such as an interest level, the push and pull factor of the candidates, whether what are they really looking for, which at the end of the day, I think the automation at this stage has not fully matured to that stage where it can actually 100% foolproof Mm. to us yet. Yeah, but we don't know how is it going to be in the next mm-hmm. next couple of six months or a year or so because technologies are moving so fast that as it continues to mature, as it continues to chunk out, process a lot of data, it gets smarter and smarter and that there could be a possibility of a new breakthrough there. Which leads me to my next question, Ben. As you mentioned, you know, these AI systems are still learning. So on the business point of view, what can they do to help improve the system? For AI and automations to, to actually be in place, definitely they need to be use case. And with lots of data to be processed as use case, then obviously the, the technology gets smarter. And if it gets smarter itself, then we, the system will be able to actually better align to improve the evolving needs of the job market and also the calibrations of job seeker, which in this case is human, which is definitely it comes with emotions it comes with inner feelings, it comes in fear, it comes with different aspects, which I believe right now on this age of technology, such as AI or automation, you will be able to ascertain certain level, but not 100% yet. So there is still that element that you still need a recruiter or a human resource person to actually fine-tune the, the hiring process. But it will help a lot by actually saving us a lot of time. Okay, so it helps to save time and makes the, shall we put it, the hiring process a lot more efficient. Yes, imagine you're processing 10,000 mm. job seekers at one time. Mm-hmm. If you were to go through 10,000 interviews compared to yeah. the automations yeah. to process first round of uh, pre, prerequisite requirements like the universities, the education certificate, educations, where they stay, what, what kind of roles they aspire to do, the kind of thing. A first round prerequisite mm. will mean that they may funnel down to only 500 candidates for a face-to-face interview. That will save a lot of time. 
Now, now I know all oh, this is not foolproof, Ben. If you don't mind, if let's say I'm on the other side right now and I'm looking for a job, a lot of the times you apply for a job, you don't get an answer, things like that. Does this mean that I could look for a job more efficiently? Is it possible that the AI can come into play that way? Yes, AI and automations and many other recruiting apps in the market sets to actually enhance the candidate experience. We have one technology solution called HirePlace where we actually enable us to hire mass volume or mass hiring where it actually goes into a massive number of candidates going for interviews that will actually streamline a large chunk of candidates and hiring managers just need to set aside two hours of interviews to process 10, 100, 20, 200 candidates at one go. Mm. So there are many, many AI automation tools that's in the market right now mm. that serve different value propositions. And But one, one of the key things is actually what we should look at is the candidate experience. How does it affect the candidates? But if the candidate did not even fall through the prerequisites of yeah. what the hiring manager has actually wanted, yeah. then they are being dropped out during the automate, automated round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That also means that they save time from going for the, for the face-to-face or online meeting. So that is really a better candidate experience. Oh. Rather than 10,000 candidates go for interview, only 500 goes into the final interview. Okay. okay, one last thing. As an employee, though, how am I supposed to feel if I submitted everything I need to do only to know that it's being processed by an AI, not a real human? Should I feel good <laughs> about that? As a candidate point of view, if let's say the prerequisites, imagine when we post jobs at Job Spotter, you know, we put actually, let's like, say, two years experience is required. Mm-hmm. But we still, we still will have candidates that are less than two years applying it. But if technology were to actually be able to process and filter this group of people mm-hmm. only with two years or more experience, that technically saves the candidate time already. What if that candidate with less than two years' experience is actually better than somebody with two years' experience? Would the AI be able to tell? So that's, that's where how smart the AI and automation is set to, to look at other exception factors. Mm. If it's the years of experience is not enough, are they prepared to look at someone with internship experience? Are they prepared to look at, for example, you know, graduates from certain faculty itself to look at exception basis? So it's not 100% foolproof. Mm. At the end of the day, I still believe that we need a human recruiter to filter it, to bring it up to the hiring managers, to actually let them take a look and see how, why these candidates with less than two years' experience is a good fit because he or she has other factors that boosted his eligibility. Mm. We've been speaking with Ben Chu, who is founder and managing director of Talentvis Singapore. Ben, appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.